date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Welcome, everyone. Today, we are talking about dating and introverts. Do you know what you're doing? Do you know what you're doing? Episode 40, people. Thank you so much for listening in. Okay. All right. So here's true confessions, though. First, First of all, before we tell you, which one of us do you think is the introvert and which do you think is the extrovert? Or... Are we both introverts? Are we both extroverts? No, I know nobody <laughs> that knows you, Sharon, is going to think you're an introvert. Anybody knows you in person? <laughs> no, no, no. That would so, not. There, there would be no mistake there. There would be no mistake there yes. because you are very extroverted. Yes, Sharon's an extrovert, and I am an introvert, which mostly. is which you would not guess. Right. Because she is an outgoing introvert, which yeah. is not always the case. Right. I, people would probably not guess that, yes. but I tend... Being a theater person, you would think. You would think. Yes. Being yeah. a performer. Well, but we're going to talk about some of, oh, some of these things today. We're going to talk about all of those things. Yes. So I came up with this idea. Well, wait, actually... Wait, did we say this is episode 40? We totally did. <laughs> did we? <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. Whoops, whoops. <laughs> We're going to start with five questions. Let's get over I am, but I just wanted to give a little background on this because I had three coaching appointments in one day and two of them were men that were like, nobody gets me. I'm an introvert and women think I'm boring. Women think I'm shy. Women think I'm broken. They think I'm antisocial. And they went into all these things that women thought they are. Women think I'm unhappy because I'm not at every party. And... The truth is that they're not. And they're not, they're not unhappy. They're not unhappy. Yeah. They are doing exactly what, you know, they want to do. And um, it's hard. It's hard. Well, it's hard. Introverts definitely understand extroverts far more than extroverts would understand an introvert. It's like, why wouldn't you want to go to that party? Yeah. And they're like, well, I just had lunch with my friend and I'm done. Well, like, I think you know, we have a culture that says this is what you do if you're happy. Yes. Right? Yes. And the introverts don't necessarily fit into that. So, no. so, all right. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Do, do you do, do, know? Do. A lot of people are like, well, I think I'm this or I think I'm that. Hmm. So here's a couple questions. Are you drained or energized by social situations? Mm. An introvert would be more drained and an extrovert would be more energized. In fact, we were just talking about that. I'm like, yeah. I get more housework done after... A party. If I go to a party and go to bed that night, I wake up the next morning so happy and so energized that I'm like, let's clean the entire house. Oh, and me, depending on the party, it's like sleeping in. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like she has to recover. Um, do you pr- prefer to socialize in large groups, which would be extroverts, or small groups, which would be introverts? Mm, small groups for me. Yeah, where I'm like, let me go work the room. Yeah. Okay, when you're trying to solve a problem, I thought this was interesting, do you need to mostly talk it out, which would be an extrovert, totally me, or think it out, which would be an introvert? Now, I do both. Yeah. I do both. I think that's a woman thing partly as well. I, 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 I really do ha- need to talk about it 
a lot of times, but I also need my time to think. Like if somebody yeah. asks me a question, sometimes like you need to give me some time to think about that before I can respond. Right. And sometimes when I've thought it out and thought it out and thought it out, I'm like, I do need to talk to somebody. Yeah. You know, I mean, it kind of goes both ways, but yeah, I think women, I think where I, I try to coach myself a lot because I'm a coach, you know, it's like, <laughs> let me see if I can kind of get myself through this. Yeah. Um, me too. By the way, uh, Peggy would be my go-to coach. And Sharon is my go-to coach. <laughs> I know. It's like, we okay, just, like we're going we're gonna to coach each other first before we start <laughs> recording today. Well, sometimes it's like, just talk me through this for a second. Yeah, right. You know? oh, so, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. Always good. it's always yeah. good to have your coachy person or a coach. Yes. Okay. Do you prefer more social time, which would be extroverted, or alone time, which would be introverted? And I have to say, as an extrovert, COVID really helped me get comfortable with my alone time. I am better more oh, with my, for that. you know, because yeah, because I don't think I was before, you know, when you have to be, you kind of, you know, adjust. Right. All right. Would you describe yourself as life of the party to be an extrovert or more of a quiet, active listener drawing inward rather than outward, the quiet spectator, which would be an introvert. And we just talked about this when I'm the quiet spectator, which sometimes I just really love doing, especially if I'm in a group of really funny people, I will just sit and enjoy. And people will look at me and go, are you okay? <laughs> like, are you Sharon's, Sharon's not being funny right yeah, now. She's Sharon's, just listening. Sharon's being she quiet. Okay? Like there's something wrong. She must be sick. All right. Do you easily introduce yourself to people when walking into a room full of unfamiliar faces, which would be an extrovert, or avoid it if you can and wait for others to come to you? Hmm. Introvert. And I'm like, well, I do both, actually. I, depending on the situation, yeah. Right. It depends yes. on where I'm at, what I feel. And how many people and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So Interesting. So hopefully... You know a little better if you are an introvert. Yeah, good or questions an to ask yourself as we start into this. So, um, it's real. It was really interesting because I wanted to find out like what percentage of the population were introverts and were extroverts. And the first thing that came was twenty five percent of the population is introverted. Well, that would mean that the majority of our culture is. Full of extroverts making things mm -hmm. for extroverted yes. people and not really considering what introverts need. But then as I got into more into it, like Myers-Briggs, you guys know the ENFJ or INFP yes. or whatever yes. that is. Um, they say it's about 50-50 or introverts and extroverts. I but would guess it would be closer to that. But but then I then then I found other things that say it's anywhere from 50 to 74% are extroverts, and then a smaller percentage, you know, which would be 16 to 25 or whatever, are introverts. So let's just say it's probably more extroverts than introverts. So, and like Sharon said, it's harder for introverts to understand, extroverts to understand introverts, introverts than yes. introverts to understand extroverts. Well, and then a lot of times, well, like you, for instance, most people wouldn't guess that you were an introvert. No, that, they wouldn't. You know, yeah. So a lot of times there's like hidden introverts. Yeah, because I do so many social and public kinds of things I yes. have, you know, I have a degree in musical theater performance and people think, but there's a lot of actors, like you were saying, yes. that are introverted, artists, artists, writers, you know. Yeah, Oprah's an um, introvert. Yeah. She talks about going and like recharging in the bathroom in a big social situation. It's so like funny that. because one of the research, one of the things I looked up on Google, they said she was an extrovert. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, no, she would so, call herself an introvert. So we've talked about this thing before, but we're going to talk, you know, what does it look like an extrovert and then an introvert? But it, really the biggest thing is how do you recharge your batteries? Like we're yes. all these big battery packs, our, our, our bodies and our psyche. And so how do you need to recharge? And I think thinking of it this way really takes any kind of stigma away yes. from it. So introverts, they gather energy from alone time. And I think from small groups and intimate yes. conversations, oh, yes. right? Like I get a lot of energy from working with you doing this, right. just one, yes. one on one with yes. us. And our listeners, thinking about all of you listening, but I also have a purpose here. Yes. And that's helpful for me. Like when I'm in situations, even, even large groups, if I have a purpose, it's so much easier than just oh, to yeah. walk in. Oh, it's like, you know, giving a talk in church that you have a yeah. purpose to Is, be is that the way everybody. you are too? Um, cause I know, sure. no, I do. I definitely consider this one of my social things, even though I do, I love large crowds and things like, and parties and things like that. This is one of my social things. Yeah. You know, it, it's like I go home recharged. That's awesome. Yay. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, often a, a big highlight of my week, the, what we do here. And I think cause you and I are both very purpose driven and we love what we do. This really right. charges us. So, um, scientists, writers, writers, artists, these are the kind of people, this is the kind of profession that introverts tend to go to go through. I'm sure they, I'm sure information technology would, might be one too. Um, yes. and we can get overwhelmed in larger groups. We prefer focusing on one task at a time. Um, we like to observe a situation before we jump in. Which is totally mean. We, right. Yes. You know, like uh -huh. the thinking yeah. uh -huh. first uh -huh. kind of thing. Yep. Um, extroverts, verts are more like extroverts. <laughs> extroverts. I was well, looking at my notes. I was just said thinking about myself. It's like, yeah. If you know me, you know I do not do a lot of thinking before I speak. <laughs> made me laugh she's like they think through things first and I'm like nope, not that's me. not me <laughs> and I can apologize all day for that uh. <laughs> all right anyway social butterflies they thrive under social stimulation so they're external like yes. an external environment mm -hmm. yes. really feeds them people and activities around them really recharges extroverts that recharges their battery um they thrive in active, fast-paced jobs, maybe politics, teaching, sales, quick decisions. They make quick decisions, stuff like that. Um, they learn by doing and enjoy talking through ideas and problems. Well, I do also. I right. learn by yes. doing, and I like talking through ideas and problems. Um, but I also love my alone time to try and think through it myself. Yes. So I'm both ways. Yes. I think you're a little bit both ways that way too, Yeah. right? Yeah. Multitasking seems to come easier to extroverts. So um, here, here's another difference between introverts and extroverts, because I've talked to extroverts and they're like, well, I like my alone time too, but the difference is that introverts need yes. their alone time. Yes. And sometimes it's a lot. Like you and I were talking, Sharon, about how like on productive days, some days, even when I'm really productive, even though I'm working like maybe by myself, getting tasks done, well, I'll usually connect with people through social media or phone calls and stuff yes. like that, right, over the internet. But then it's some, a lot of times the next day I can't produce anything at all. <laughs> I'm down, I'm baby. Yeah. I'm done. So, you know, that there's kind of a, a, a set point where, and I think each of us need to look at this, um, Where's your set point where you need to recharge and how do you get that recharging? Right. So now personality, personality psychologists actually say there are not introverts and extroverts, but rather degrees 
of introversion and extroversion. That and that's so fascinating. Yeah, because we have the ENFJ thing, and then we have psychologists saying this, and then people do cross over. You know, we do have very, I'm going to say, extroverted introverts, very outgoing introverts. So it really is this broad spectrum, right? Of where you fit in. And there is a word for it. (laughs) If you are both, if you feel like you're going, but I do this, and yeah, I do this. Like Sharon and I are both, as you're listening to us, you can hear that we we don't necessarily fit into the mold of just an extrovert or just an introvert. They're called ambiverts. Which are and that's what personality psychologists say that most of us are ambiverts. And the biggest problem we have. Da, 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 is learning how to take care of ourselves. Yes. And that's the self-care that we've talked about so much. So under, having insight into what you need and being giving yourself permission to say, you know what, it's okay for me to tell my friends, no, I don't need to go to the party tonight. I really yes. want to sit down and do some writing or, or read, read or book just or do a puzzle yeah, or something or, quiet. Yes. Yeah, or sit down and just watch a movie by myself. Yeah. Or maybe I just want to watch a movie with one other person, you know. So whatever your need is, I know at different times in my life, I have felt more introverted than extroverted. Yes. And right now I'm kind of going through one of those things because as as most of our listeners have know, if you've listened to any of our past few podcasts, I, my sister recently passed away, my twin sister. And so I'm really kind of going this whole last year and this year has just yes. been kind of... I've really pulled back. I've really just needed more comfort. Well, that's the key word, though. You needed that. And a lot of people don't listen to what they really need. Yeah. Yeah. So listening to what you really need and what's going on in your situation. Like, there are times when I, you know, when I, like, I go on stage. I love being on stage. I love speaking. I love um, speaking in front of people because I have a purpose and I feel yes. confident in it. I've done it. I don't have a problem with those things. And I, you know, most situ- social situations, I've figured out how to maneuver my way so that I don't, so my body's just not screaming at me. I don't want to be here. Right. Right? I got to get out of this room it's because right because I need yes. connection, yes. right? Yes. I really need connection. So, um, and one of the things I wanted to, um, bring up as I looked up this really fascinating there's 23 signs you're secretly an introvert so from the Huffington Post and so I kind of want to go through these because Sharon and I were talking about these and we were going well I'm like this but I'm not like this but listen to these things and um, when we're we're going to go over two more things as we talk today um, but after we get through these signs but we're going to talk about some of these things um, some of we've already talked about And this one, I just laughed. The very first one, I just had to laugh. You find small talk incredibly cumbersome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I never, I I really never thought about it. The the day-to-day, how's work, how's whatever. Yeah, I guess that would be cumbersome. Yeah, it's it's like... um, it, it it creates anxiety, chit-chat. It feels disingenuous to us. Um, so sometimes when I'm in a social situation um, at a party, even if it's with people I know and friends that I've connected with on a certain level, it, it can be challenging for me because I really long to make some kind of deep connection. Yes, yes. And, um, and you feel alone in a crowd is another one. Um, I've certainly felt that way 
I don't know. Do you feel alone in a crowd, Sharon? Not very often, <laughs> because I've usually attached myself to somebody, or I'm the center of attention. Yeah, not very often. <laughs> I, I would have that more tendency in a room full of people I don't know. You know, Got it. but probably not for very long. Like before. when you walk into a crowd, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I've been asked to speak at things where I've known no, very few people. But that's different. You're you know? speaking. If I were to do that too, it would be. Well, just the beforehand. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, oh, our guest is here kind of thing. It's like, oh, who do I go talk to, you know, right. kind of thing. If, if, it's a, if it's a party of people I know, no, I generally never feel alone. Wow. Okay. So um, you go to parties, but not to meet people. Um, introverts would rather spend time with people they already know. And that, that's kind of, that's kind of a, a, for me, that's kind of. Where I find people fascinating where it's like, oh my gosh, I just met the most fascinating person tonight. You know? Yeah. Well, and I, I try to, you know, and that sometimes I'll have to really talk myself into it and I talk myself into it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to meet one person. I'm going to make an important connection. I just Mm kind of set it up. Like we talked about before about, um, putting out there what you want to get out of right, it. And when I do right. that, it often happens. And that is fulfilling to me, and that helps me. Um, here's another one. Uh, networking makes you feel like a phony. Oh, my gosh, I, this so resonated with me. It's stressful. Um, it, it just it just feels so inauth- inauthentic. And as introverts, we crave authenticity. Right. And so that's, I, when I read this, I was like, oh, bing, 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 ding, ding, ding. Uh, right. <laughs> Um, you've been called too intense. Uh, yes. So interesting. <laughs> and I'm really glad I'm not the only one on the planet that's been called too intense. That makes me feel a lot better. So an introvert has been called too intense. The quiet spectator has been called too intense. Yes. Yeah, so that's what awesome. it says on here is, do you have a penchant for, for philosophical conversations and a love of thought-provoking books and movies? If so, you're a textbook introvert. And that's not necessarily me. But, um, but introverts like to jump into the deep end. We, we, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm like, because I get called too intense. We were talking about body language and uh, I, um, <laughs> I was listening to a lady who said that men tend to cover their genitals when they feel a threat, like not in an obvious way. You know, they'll cross their legs, they'll put their arm across their, you know, their body, their body. Anyways. And I can tell you, I get that reaction from men all the time mm. that I am maybe not a threat, but my intensity to their non-intensity is almost a threat. Interesting. Yes. Pay attention. This is yes. so interesting. No, I love body language. I'm in the middle of a book. <laughs> One of the three <laughs> books I'm in the middle of. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a bunch of books, too. <laughs> we have that in common. Okay, you're easily distracted. So, like, extroverts are commonly found to be more easily bored than introverts in, for monotonous tasks. And you you and I were talking yes, about this. That was funny. <laughs> because because why, Sharon? Tell us what your example was. I hate folding laundry. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not a super big fan of folding laundry either, but tell me about the laundry thing for you. It's literally the last thing I will do. It is literally like... Because it feels I will, so monotonous and it boring. It is monotonous. Like, I have to pump myself up and I have to play music or, you know, and it's like, I'll let three loads pile up on my laundry table before I go tackle it. You that sound is, like what I have to do to clean my house. Yeah. Where, <laughs> boom, yeah. boom, get the music going. Uh, right. Up. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Well, with the ADHD, I do a little here and a little there. You know, it's like, so I'll have three half-cleaned rooms before I dig in and just finish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you and me have that in common. So that's super interesting um, about the 
the the detail uh, detail well the the monotony and all of that because mm. I I don't like monotonous tasks either so there's a part of the ambivert in me which is what I think I really am more of an ambivert right. than an introvert just right. like I said there are times so downtime doesn't feel unproductive to you this was another light bulb for me because I have felt so bad about how much downtime I like to take and I thought wow you just are lazy but like you know one of the things introverts like to do is just kind of sit and recharge recharge looking outside looking out the window just Just hanging alone with your thoughts oh yeah I will do that but I yeah I rarely beat myself up for doing that sometimes I get sucked into the tv and that's something I had surgery in January that's something that I started watching TV again and so now I found myself getting sucked into the TV where it's like then I do feel unproductive but being alone with my thoughts that's when I get my best you know coaching ideas speaking ideas and I love it because when you call me when you call me I know you've had some great thought come to your head it's like oh Sharon's calling something's going on I just had an epiphany Yeah, so downtime, you know, I think, you know, that, that I'm really trying to give myself a lot of grace for that and say, you know what, you've been going through a lot. It's okay to take as much yes. downtime as you've taken. Yes. So. Well, especially when you're going through grief. In a couple of weeks, we're going to do a thing on grief. Yeah, we will. So hang in there. Okay, giving a talk in front of 500 people is less stressful than having to mingle with those people afterwards. Yeah, Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Is this the same for you, Sharon? I think so. I remember, um, Bette Midler and Beaches, she says she was talking to someone and she goes, well, enough about me. What do you think? Or let's talk about you. What do you think of me? And I, that's what I feel like after a speaking <laughs> thing, people come up to me and they want to tell me I did a great job. And then it's like the conversation's kind of over. If I don't know them, it's like, oh my gosh, thank you. You know? And it's like, tell me who you are. Oh, great. Nice to meet you. Let me go. You know, unless it's people I know. But yeah, strangers coming up to me, it's like, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. yeah, And for me, I have to really kind of pump myself up Mm -hmm. and prepare myself for whatever that conversation might be. Yeah. And I can be, you know, like I said, I have, I know myself well enough that I know how to, I call it like, um, I call it swinging high on my spectrum of energy, like swinging high or swinging low, you know, like if I need to become more bold, I have that capacity to be more bold and to be out there and I just have to swing high. And I I think if I can mentally prepare myself, then I'm okay with that. Right. And no, I'm probably the same. It's like, I really do have to kind of bolster myself up to go, okay, people are going to want to talk to me after this. Right. All right, when you get on, um, no, I'm not going to tell that one. That was weird. It's a subway. We don't do subways oh, here. We okay. don't have a subway. You start to shut down after you've been active for too long. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes that is true for me. I need my time alone. It's just I, yeah. that time well, alone and thing. I, I mean, I tend to do that as an extrovert as well. I, I figured out my balance. And after my balance, I'm kind of like, oh, I cannot not go to that girl's birthday party. And it kind of, you know, it's like, okay where am I going to fit this? You know, like what am I right. going to do with this time that I planned out or again, insight know. into, into your personality, you know? Yeah. And it's like part of the self care. It's like, Oh wow. That's that, that puts me way over the top as far as social things go, which is not normal because you know, pre COVID I was at everything all the time, but I would get exhausted. So to keep myself, you yeah. know, so you really so, learned a lot about yourself, y- you know? Yeah. So, um, 
Here's one, an interesting one. You screen all your calls. <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> Even from friends. It's like, I so, don't have the energy right now to, to have a conversation. It's, well, it's so funny because we're in a texting world, right? Yes. And now when I get a phone call, sometimes if I'm in the middle of doing something, it's like irritating. It's like, I'm in the middle of something. I don't want to stop. And it's somebody right. I don't know what they're calling about. They're a friend, but I, it's not that I don't want to talk to them. Yes, voicemail just, is your friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like when Sharon, when you call, I know it's... I know it's about something that is something we're going to want yeah, to talk. I, 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 I don't generally call it a chit chat. Yeah, you don't generally call the chit chat, and so that's a different thing. It's so interesting, right? Yeah, um, the, the chit chatty phone calls. I yeah, I often find it's like, okay, give me two hours, give me two, you know, and it's like I'll text and go, hey, can I call you back in two hours? You right. Know, I have to finish so this what is I'm something doing. You, you know. have to do too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here was an interesting one. You notice details that others don't. Yes, that's what I un- so, understand about introverts. That is not. <laughs> that is not my forte. That is not my strong point <laughs> at all. So that's so funny because I've been dating a guy and he's very extroverted and I'm introverted and he's not. We've had a lot of conversations about he's more detail oriented. He's not more detail. Yeah. He's more, you know, I'm more detail oriented than he is. Well, if and somebody so says, hey, really watch out for this or hey, you know, I like the slug bug game. You know, then it's like, oh, I will find all those, you know, but somebody has to clue me in. In job interviews, I've been asked, are you detail oriented? I'm like, I can be if you're telling me what I'm looking for. Got it. You know, I can be very detail oriented, but my general nature is not. So this is interesting. Research has found that introverts exhibit increased brain activity when processing visual income visual information as compared to extroverts. Interesting. So visual information, we process a lot more detail, which is, which is interesting. And, and sometimes I just don't notice things, but other times I, I'm really, it, you know what, it's really helped me to realize to let go of my expectations because I think, doesn't everybody see this? Right. <laughs> Can't everybody get it? This but, is know, just not working for me. And I'm like, then I'm like, wait a minute. If the majority of the people in this room are extroverted or even half of them are extroverted, then they're not seeing all the things that I'm seeing. No. And that's okay. In fact, thinking about it, I usually watch a movie twice because I miss so much. Hmm. I'll see all the things that I missed the first time. And I, I'll say that to people. Don't you like watching a movie twice because you miss so much the first time? Yes. There it is. There you go. There it is. So um, another one is you have a constantly running inner monologue. Most extroverts don't think first and talk like you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you talk Gets me first in trouble. and then think. <laughs> and I think first and then talk most of the time. Right. So, um, um Let's see. Introverts, here's another interesting one. You look at the big picture. Um, when describing the way that introverts think, Jung, Carl Jung, ex- uh, father of psychology, I think is what it was, explained that they're more interested in ideas and big picture rather than the facts and details, which is interesting because we just talked about details. Yes. Um, of course, many introverts excel in detail-oriented tasks, but they often have a mind for, for, for more abstract concepts. So I think I can go both ways on this. I can go both ways on yeah. that one too. Cause I am like you said earlier, the scientist, I am more of a scientist. I do like the science. I do like, yeah. Getting, yeah. you know, how things work and things like that. So, and one of them, I thought this was super funny. This is the one you might be an introvert. If you are a writer, the, oh. <laughs> 
if you're a writer, you might be an introvert. And I thought, well, that was such an interesting thing that they said that. Of course, I love to write, and I've got books that I want to. I've published yes. a book, and I've got more books to publish. And so, and I, I actually, I have books outlined, but the actual writing experience is a lot different for me. I'm going to have to like recite it to somebody who types really fast because <laughs> writing is really hard for me. Oh. Maybe I need to help you with that. <laughs> we, we need to, maybe we need to collaborate. Okay, and the last one on this list of 23, we didn't go over all of them all, uh, at all, but um, is that there, you alternate between phases of work and solitude and periods of social activity. This seems to me to be a healthy balance for anyone, but that you alternate between phases of work and solitude, and we've already kind yes. of talked about yes. this, but, but there's you have to have, figure out your set point. Yes. Like how much can I do that I need to, and my body's starting to freak out and I need to recharge. Yes. So, so there's some interesting stuff about that. So, but let's, I want to talk about one more thing and then we're going to talk about how it shows up in relationships in dating and, and dating and stuff yes. like that. But so some of the studies out there, um, there's a recent psychologist, Carol Dweek, who's done research on a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. <clears throat> And um, a fixed mindset is self as story. Um, you believe you're a certain way, like you believe yes. you're an introvert mm -hmm. or you believe you're an extrovert, and that's just how you are, and it's a story you tell yourself. Well, like you might say, I just am not good at this. I'm not good at public speaking, or I'm not good in a crowd, or whatever. And you stop yourself from, from being able to expand. and. And the problem is that the fixed mindset, um, and you might even consider it like your intelligence, like you've said, this is, I can't get any smarter than I am, or I have a certain personality and I can't change. The problem with this is that this kind of a mindset is associated with reduced well-being, which is associated with negative self, negative right. self-talk, right? Um, like, for example, Sharon, if someone says, I'm not going to the activity because I don't know anyone. Nobody likes me. I put oh, on nobody weight. Wants me nobody there. wants me there. Yeah. That's a negative self-talk. It's different than an introvert that says, you know what? I don't need to go there tonight. I right. really need. I right. really, I've been at work all day, all week. I really need my downtime tonight. Right. And so, this is a good thing to differentiate. Yes, it's a good thing to differentiate. So fixed mindset is associated also with a low self, lower self-esteem, a lack of creativity, lower resilience, and a lower self-awareness. Isn't that interesting? It is. It is. I, I find myself questioning some of my behavior sometimes as an extrovert. It's like, oh, it's because I'm an extrovert, you know, kind of thing. So if I was an, I, I would say I was an introvert growing up, but I really wasn't because I wanted to be different. Oh. You know, I grew up I with I wanted lots, to be different too. I grew up with a lot of guilt and shame. And so I was quiet, but I never wanted to be the quiet person. And this is where, this is where this is important. Oh, it's so interesting you bring up childhood because I wanted to be different too. Yeah. But I felt so like in my shell. Yes. I felt so, and, and actually my talents really brought me out, really helped me to con make connection because I longed for connection, but I was, you know, in that introversion or whatever, I wasn't getting the connection I needed. Yes. And so my, my you know, being on the pom-pom squad, singing in the choir, you know, being in the musicals, right. that really helped to lift me out. And that was really a big saving grace. But actually, 
once I did a lot of my healing work, that became such more, so much more, it came, became so much easier to integrate a more, you know, social life, to not be uncomfortable in social right. situations, to feel confident no matter where I was at or what I was doing. So, right. so this is different than introversion and extroversion. It is. If, so if, if you are not happy with yourself, and if you do want to be someone different, do not get caught in this and tell yourself you're an introvert. Yeah. Because it, I knew that's not who I was. Because you'll start acting like that. You'll yes. put yourself, you'll peg, your, peg yourself. You will, um, you will be name-calling of your own self. You yeah. will put yourself in a box. So the opposite of that is a growth mindset, which is believing you can cultivate your qualities and personality with effort. Now, I've talked about this for myself, swinging high, right? Yes. I know when I have the energy to do that, I know I can swing high. So I know I can handle a lot of different situations as long as I take care of myself. Yes. Understanding, you know, and, and also being being willing and longing like you and I were talking about, I don't want to be this way. I want to be a different way. Well, right. let's listen to those things. Yes. If you don't like the way you're showing up, give yourself the, the, the open into the idea that you can cultivate different talents, cultivate different aspects of yourself and grow. Just different personality traits even. It's yeah. like, you know, who really ultimately do you want to be? Because most introverts do not want to be extroverts. Right. Like it makes their skin crawl to think right. of, <laughs> to think of that. If you are truly an introvert, you do not want to be an extrovert. You are okay, you know, Right. With yourself. So, but let's move into the um, dating situations because I know that I really, I know that if I'm with a, like a, another introvert that's truly introverted, it's like the energy yes. just oh, goes down yes. and I'm like, yes, I need someone to lift me out of this. I can't, right. you know, it's like, it's like, I really, I really appreciate and love an extrovert and there and, and if they can appreciate and love what I bring to the table, that seems to me like a good mix. But yes. but I but but introverts like to have someone who's more outgoing because yes. it brings fun into our lives. It it it's you know it's this bubbling up of this activity. And sometimes I feel like I need to be thrown a rope and pull me out of my stuff. You know, pull me out of my stuff. Pull me out of my my cave, so right. to speak. We have our caves, and and I love it to have someone in my life that can do that. And you've done that for me. Um, at times where you just really pulled me out and and okay yes you have you didn't know that but yes yeah so what about you so what about dating introvert extroverts and introverts so I, dating? I really had to like understand um I have a really good friend and he's introverted and I was you know I would have a party and I'm like you just need to at least stop by because I literally had the belief that he was sitting at home feeling sad hmm and so dating an introvert, I usually get the comment, um, wow, the conversation was great. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's because I carried the whole conversation, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I feel like... Um, well, see, and that's not me. Introverts oh, no. <laughs> are, are a little stunned, a little stunned by me because I'm a very extroverted extrovert a lot of the times. And so I feel like they're usually stunned by my behavior or some people are just like, they just soak it in. Some men have just soaked in the extroversion in me and were like, wow, that was, you know, that was super fun. They did have fun, you know, not that they don't have their own kind of fun, but my kind of fun was, but I'm sure they went home and went to bed and was like, oh my gosh, glad that's over with, you know? So it, it, you just have to come to this understanding. Most introverts are great daters one-on-one. -on -one. 
because they know how to have this connection and this conversation. Huh. It's when it comes to other activities and things that they may not want to do where it's like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, it's because you're an introvert. It's not because you don't like me. You know, it's like you have to come to that understanding, you know, that maybe they don't want to go to this big party with you right. because they just had lunch with a friend wow. yesterday. Oh, interesting, huh? You, you, know? re- you can reframe. Think about yes. it, guys. Think about, and women, men and women, think about the, the social situations you've had and the, the people you've dated. And have you, have you made some judgments? Have you made, is there something you can reframe here with, with maybe someone you date and go, oh, Maybe they're really just introverted and that had nothing to do with me or... Yes, where you think, oh, there's something wrong with me. What is the matter with me? You know, was I too loud? Was I too what? No, they're an introvert. They don't, you know, and they do get it. They do get it. They just don't want to be it. <laughs> and, and they don't want to hang out with it all the time. So you it's know? interesting you said about communicate about having a conversation because I, re- I remember one of the things that I've... One of my pet peeves is having to carry the conversation. Yes. I'm like... You've got to be able to carry the conversation with me. We've got to be able to have this equal Which, ground we're on. So, right. is that, are, are you saying that a lot of introverts don't carry the conversation, or they do so carry the I conversation? I find that a lot of introverts have that white personality. They're a peacemakers. They're the quiet spectator. And if I jump in and start conversing and telling stories or whatever, they're just going to let me. They're just going to sit back and enjoy it. Uh Where I'm like, okay, now it's time for you to contribute. And they're like, uh, I wasn't in that (laughs) mindset at all because you were just carrying this. And it's not because they're stupid. And it's not because they're even overly shy. It's because I just jumped in and took over. Interesting. You know, so yeah. So you, I mean, you really do have, that's why it's important to understand you know, yeah. um, most white personalities, most introverts that She's are white. She's talking about the um, uh, color, the color code, the color, color code, code, red, blue, yes. white, and, and whites are the quiet spectators and the peacemakers. Um, See, I don't have any white in me. Not right. When I took it years ago, anyway, maybe I have a little bit now, but I'm a blue, red. Right. So, which See, is the... I'm a yellow, the fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope mo- I have more yellow now. I am motivated by fun, but I also, I, I was a yellow, blue, white. They were all very close. And so I am easygoing. I am Mm -hmm. more easygoing and I can be a good listener. Thank goodness, because I'm a coach. Um, You know, so I do have those traits and I do understand a little bit, but a lot of people boss around an introvert. They think they can't make a decision. And so they just start bossing them around. So I have found it really beneficial. I have a brother who is um, an extreme introvert, white white personality, as long as um, well as one of my close guy friends. And I'll say, can I make a suggestion? Hmm. And they'll go, wow, I love it that you just said that. Because most people just blurt out and tell them, well, you need to do this and you need to do that. Oh, and I love that. Because, can I make a suggestion? Yes, because they just think that they can't make a decision, you know, because they're just quieter. Interesting. So it really is be important. curious. Yes. We need to be curious and not make judgments. And ask part of questions. What I'm yeah. And it's like, can I give you a suggestion? Hey, I have an idea. Would you like to hear it? You know, and every time it's like, wow, thank you. Thank you for saying that. You know, or sometimes I'll say, I know this is none of my business, but I'm going to give you a little input here. And I've been thanked for saying, thank you for saying that's none of your business because it really isn't my business. But people tend to get into the business of the introvert because they think they can't make a decision. 
you know, that quieter they personality. Think they're they kind just, of a doormat mm-hmm. or something. Yes. yes. Wow. Well, nobody thinks. Most people haven't thought I'm a doormat. No. But I'm, people don't generally think. <laughs> people generally think, don't think, think I'm. I'm yeah. an easygoing person though, because I'm pretty much game for anything. Right. And that's where the white comes in. Yeah. You know that I'm. I am pretty. You know, I can acclimate to most things. Yeah. So I think really. What I'm getting from what, you know, the research we've done and what we're talking about here, Sharon, is that we need to be open-minded. We need to have a growth mindset, not only for ourselves, but for other people too, that we get curious if things happen, don't frame them and put them in a box. Don't put yourself in a box either. Open up to different possibilities. And as you get to know people, figure out what charges your, recharges your batteries and come to know what, if you start dating someone or even in just in social situations, what might recharge other people's batteries too, so that you don't automatically assume things. Yes. Well, you were them. saying the man you were dating was like, Hey, I need, I know I need to give you some time to recharge. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like, when do you need to do that during the week? Because this is going on. And I have two introverted friends that are dating right now and they've had to decide they only see each other twice a week. And then they have their own downtime. So it's just a matter of understanding. Seek to understand. Ask questions. Ask clarifying questions. Don't just go right to the offense. Right. And make sure that you allow the other person what it is they need and try and figure it out. Yes. So that you can both get what you need. Um, you know, like there might be an, you know, if, if you're dating, if you're an introvert and you're dating an extrovert, maybe they want to go to the party and you don't. And that's okay. Maybe make a compromise and say, we'll go for half the time. Yeah. And then let's go home and watch a movie or whatever. So yeah, you can work this out. I think there's a lot of good that can be done here in relationships as we wake up to this possibility and what that might mean. And for ourselves to say, oh, I might be an ambivert. You and I have and yes. everybody's kind of on well, a... Well, everybody's going to have tendencies Yeah, tendency in the other both direction. ways. Yes. So give yourself grace, allow yourself to be where you're at, and it's okay. You know, whatever yes. you need to do to recharge yourself, do it. But I think it really starts with knowing who you are. Yes, self-awareness. You know, yeah, self-awareness and self-care, you know, taking care of yourself. And then, you know, there's nothing wrong with explaining yourself to other people. Right. This is just... You know, I'm an introvert and I'm very outgoing and I can hold a good conversation and, but I need my downtime. So, you know, like, let's figure that out. Yeah. And it's, it's so good for relationships when you start to communicate like that. Yes. So thanks for listening, you guys. It's been great. I hope you um, learned something for yourself and in your relationships. And if you have not, You can go and join us at Date Your Potential, a dating discussion group on Facebook. Go to our website. You can take our free quiz to see if you are dating to your potential. And until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and subscribe to our channel. Check out our website at datetoyourpotential.com and take our free quiz to see if you are dating to your potential. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.